In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined again by my partners in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? I've recovered from the the uh, daylight, the savings of the daylight, and I'm back from the dead. Huh. Yeah. Tell me about it. And preparing corned beef and hash, or corned beef for tomorrow. Well, technically hash, I guess. Corned beef and hash. Awesome. We are also joined <laughs> by our partner from up north, RCMP, JLB. What's going on, man? Hey, hey, it goes I am off vacation and back at work. So, uh, you know, it's uh, good to be doing stuff while I'm at home doing nothing. So, Yeah, how was your staycation? You know, it was uh, pretty boring. <laughs> Those are the best vacations ever. <clears throat> yeah, but I've been doing nothing for the past year, so, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, if you are new to this particular show, um, the premise is really simple. We're going to take turns challenging the others to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We don't discuss these in advance, so the answers are made up on the spot because, um, I don't know, reasons. Uh, before we get into it, I'd like to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnusco Podcast Network, so make sure to check out the other shows on the network at tatnusco.com. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the challenges. Um, anyone want to go first? I, I, before we go, though, I, I do not want to go first, but before we start, I, I do want to point out, JLB, do you feel like Smarks is trying to avoid side note conversations? Oh, he definitely is trying to avoid side note conversations. Uh... That's what he's definitely doing. I almost feel like it's my stated goal now to destroy that for him. <laughs> Do tell, what were our side note conversations? What was the backstage pass on our podcast? <laughs> what is grinding Officer Smart's gears? <laughs> Probably us right now having side note yep. conversations. For sure. Absolutely. Are, are, are you done? Okay, so so we're, we're going to go ahead and start it off with mine because you want to be like that. Fair enough. I'm okay with that. So my challenge to you guys is to make Fastlane exciting for me. Oh, Jesus. That's not a challenge. That's Mission Impossible. I mean, Alexa Bliss is facing Randy Orton. In a match that won't be a match because there's no way they're gonna make that. Like Vince cannot possibly mentally oh. think of that. Is it literally a match, or they're just supposed to space? I mean, on paper, right now it's a match. It's it was announced as Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. Okay, because on Raw it sounded like it was supposed to be a date. Come have a date with me. Yeah. And I think they were just playing off the word and not it being an actual match. No, the the literal thing says Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Wow. But it's more than even just that. I mean, like, is there anything on that to get excited about right now? Oh, I would say Sheamus versus versus uh, McIntyre. I think has had a really good build with. Yes, there was a couple matches on Raw, but 
but I'm I'm excited for Sheamus versus McIntyre building more. I think what that does is builds a title feud after WrestleMania, which I'm kind of excited for. Now that said, they fucked up in their build for the title feud to WrestleMania because why not have those two dispute a little bit more rather than you're gonna fight for the title at WrestleMania. <laughs> You know. Yeah, they did definitely mess it up by already mentioning what the main event for WrestleMania was going to be. Yeah. Like this match should be for a title shot at WrestleMania. So, so just as a reminder to everyone out there, the currently announced matches for Fastlane: Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, Big E versus Apollo Cruz. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon, and Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. And I think I'm already asleep. And well, rumored is going to be Riddle, rumored, uh, Riddle versus Mustafa Ali again. And um, that's all for now for the rumored matches. But yeah, pretty uh, pretty snooze fest. So so make it exciting. Damn. The the Do I only have to go with what the existing card is. Uh, no, you can change the cards. You can change the matches. The only uh, rule is it has to be something plausible for WWE to do. Meaning you can't suddenly say it's Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega. Because that's not a plausible scenario for WWE right now. But you, you could say, say Roman Reigns. But... <laughs> but you could say Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins if you thought that would make it exciting. I don't know if it would, but you could do it. Hmm. All right. Well, now that this challenge is over, let's go ahead and go to you, nope. Keep going. Nope. 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 I demand satisfaction. All right. So, do I get a rollback time and, and build the storyline, or am I stuck at the current storylines? I can do whatever I want, basically. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm not okay. gonna give you too many. I, um. I uh, I go back three weeks and I stop having Shane McMahon pick on Braun Strowman. Um, which I know is not a match there, but it's stupid. And but it, they are having it, a match, so, you know. On on Fastlane, Fastlane. is that one of them yep. mentioned? Yep. Yep. Okay, well, that's where I start. Um, like, at best, I have Shane McMahon pick on Nicholas. Nicholas. Roman's, or not Roman's, uh, Braun Strowman's tag partner that he won the tag titles with. Okay. <laughs> that might work, but I think I'm done with Shane McMahon versus at WrestleMania. Just like a few years ago, I was done with Triple H versus at WrestleMania. About the time Triple H beat Sting was when I was done with Triple H at WrestleMania or in, in wrestling, because that wasn't at Mania. But yeah, that's a fair statement. I mean, I'm still always kind of excited to see him because he can still go. Yep. Yep, but the booking when Trips is involved means we put over a 48-year-old man or 53-year-old man or whatever. Yeah, that's the end. And, and he always is at risk at tearing a quad, so, you know. Really? I mean, this was tearing his... He's running out of quads to tear. Did he not only tear his quad, like, once? And that was during the Twice. Jericho match? Twice. And this is... The last time he did it was over, like, 20 years ago. You guys oh, gotta... The last time he did it was two years ago at one of the Australia shows leading up to a Saudi Arabia show. Oh, snap. Bam! <laughs> Sup, player? Mm. All right, so this is what I do. Um, I'm going to uh, solidify the brand split because I think that um, having the option to flip-flop is not good. 
And I'm going to solidify it by having two general managers come in who are not Steph or um, who are not Steph or Shane. One of those general managers that's going to come in is going to be none other than Teddy Long. I would suggest that Teddy Long is the best, most entertaining general manager we have ever had in the history of professional wrestling. Um, he was just that entertaining. Number two, the other one is going to be... I want to go with Mick Foley, but Mick Foley tends to end in authority shakedown. So... God, Vicky was really good as a general manager, too. Like, she was the shitty authority, though. Um... Excuse me? Vicky Guerrero. I know, you clearly didn't get the joke. Oh, excuse me. me. I get it now. I get it. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying, I'm dumb. Anyway. I don't think oh, it really okay. needs to be clarified. No. Go on. I I probably do the anonymous raw general manager. Oh, no. Jesus. Okay. Or, or, or celebrity manager of the week. That one was actually kind of fun. That was uh, fun. No. That you know, and and you got these, you got this. Even if it wasn't their dream match, you got these people who came in and said this was their dream match, and there was something to fall in love with. And then you could get random storylines out of nowhere, just like oh, Hornswoggle's pissed off at Batista now because he power bombed him last week because that was you know freaking Cardi B's dream match. You know, <laughs> I just did totally different eras there. I apologize. Um, <laughs> But, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and so that would allow you to build more storylines. That's that's probably the biggest thing that's missing right now is there's no build to storylines. As we already talked about, there was a pre-built storyline for Drew and Bobby Lashley. Drew is, it, they're pushing so hard for Drew to be super face that they, they fail to see pissed off that you cost me the title. Drew should probably be part of this picture. Like, he probably should have cost Miz the rematch or Bobby his title and, like, like come out and Claymore Bobby in his match with Miz and then have Bobby overcome that aspect and still win the title. Like, that's the type of build I would want for that title. But, again, that's at WrestleMania. In the meantime, you could have easily had Sheamus be the guy who came out and helped the Miz because he's pissed off at Drew, which he'd already built at Elimination Chamber. So you have Sheamus come out and attack Drew during his match with Miz, or pre his match with Miz. Um, and Bobby is backstage pissed off at the Miz because Sheamus came out and set it up instead of Bobby. So he's like, I was supposed to be the one that came out and set that up. What happened? What's going on? Why is this going this way? Because um, was Drew's match with Sheamus that night? It wasn't, was it? No, that was the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, Sheamus comes back out and just annihilates. Because he was out early. Just annihilates Drew. Because he thinks that Drew's stealing his spotlight still. And and Bobby's backstage all pissed off. Like, this was supposed to be me who did this. And you were going to give me a title shot. And so, then you get a little bit of a feud. Bobby and Miz for the title this time. Instead of cramming them all early. And I think that's where you get the feud between Miz and Morrison by Morrison running away for during Bobby's match with Miz. Um, Morrison's going to try and interfere and Bobby just looks at him cross and Morrison runs off and Miz is like, where are you going? And he's just like, I'm not, this is your battle. And that's where 
Bobby gets the title. At the same time, um, Sheamus and uh, Drew have to finish up their their feud, so to say. And so you get Sheamus versus you get you get what you have right now. And there was a good build to that. That particular storyline, I think, has a good build, except for the fact that they've had a couple matches. You could have had a couple jobber matches. You could have had a promo where somebody just comes in and kicks somebody, kicks the other person's ass. Like, that could have happened a couple times. You could have had Sheamus out there against, you know, Retribution, and out comes Drew and annihilates Sheamus and, and leaves him for easy pickings for the re- for Retribution. You know, that type of stuff. So there's that feud that builds all the way to Fastlane, but not into WrestleMania. And then you have Sheamus. In fact, it's a great storyline with Retribution since you're already going to have them be a crappy faction. Have them try and interfere in Sheamus and Drew's match and attack both of them to try and gain their credibility. Um... And and Drew come out of it so strong that he, he beats Retribution, Claymore's knockout moves for all of them, um, and then also beats Sheamus. Or they each look strong, but now they both have to come back and win, and the winner of that suddenly is the number one contender for Bobby's new title that he just took off of Miz at the pay-per-view. Um, and... And again, Miz is pissed off at Morrison, and then you see Morrison doing insecurity out in the in the crowd or in the back, and then that builds that storyline for WrestleMania as well, Morrison versus Miz, because I really want to see that storyline, and I think it's a good storyline, and I think it's time. The problem with friends breaking, being pushed too long, and we were lucky that it didn't hurt in the Sasha Bailey one. We all thought it was hurting. But in the end, it still worked out. Um, this one, this one can't push past WrestleMania. It needs to happen at or before WrestleMania, and it's not going to, unfortunately. Um, in the women's, I I do like Alexa versus I like Alexa versus Randy. But here's how I do it: I have a lights out moment in that match because it is their last pay per view without purchased fan tickets. And you have it go lights out, and Alexa comes out in full-on, appropriately sized fiend gear with a fiend mask on. So you have lights out. She does her little hands on her, her head on her hands, blink, ah, thing, and then comes out and just straight annihilates the crap out of Randy Orton, who I think could sell the shit out of that. And I mean sell the crap out of it. And she just destroys him. And that's the end of it. And then lights out again. And Alexa's back to being Alexa. Because it's a mask, she can put that on without ruining makeup or anything like that. And it's just an attire change, which is hard, but not impossible. So, mm. and you know, of course, you have cinematic abilities right now, which is a plus, too. True. Um, the Raw Women's Championship. I, I think you do a number one contenders match. Um, there's nothing building for Oscar right now. Oh, you're not a fan of the Shayna Baszler situation? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, she's, she's not in it. Like, there's not a... They haven't built it right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? At all. Well, you know, in fairness, they, they, they didn't... From the start. Like, they, having her bite uh, bite uh, Becky was so stupid. But right. in, in fairness, they, they haven't been able to build the Shayna Baszler versus Asuka situation much because Shayna Baszler knocked two teeth out of Asuka's mouth and uh, Oscar had to miss the last three weeks. So, but you can have her talk it up, like I don't know. And you also just have her we're, lose. We're too busy talking about Nia and Reginald. Yeah, I don't even know why. 
I feel like that's the biggest storyline on Raw. <laughs> I use my Instagram to follow professional wrestling, and I am so tired of seeing Nia and Baszler do these do these Reginald skits on their Instas. I'm so over it, so freaking over it. <laughs> so anyway, um, I understand Lacey Evans got pregnant. There was a that was a bad storyline there. I know that they're building for Charlotte versus Oscar. Now they're definitely going to push for that with the Andrade situation. Um, is that confirmed finally? I feel like no. it got confirmed today. Oh, uh, last last I checked, he he. The the only con- confirmation was it's been confirmed that they said no, we're not le- really releasing your contract. Yeah. So. I feel like they think that eventually Charlotte becomes a package deal if they do that. I don't think so. I don't think Charlotte would go where Andrade is going to go. I think Charlotte can be a top performer anywhere. I know we dog on her when we do it. But I don't think she would just for the fact of... I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Hey, my drinking, okay. Yeah, I'm good too. Anyway, I don't think she would mm-hmm. for the fact of what, money? Well, not money. I just think she, her family has too much respect for... Uh... Her family has too much respect for WWE, and she wouldn't want to do that to her dad, and so on. Yeah, so much but respect WWE that her dad like left three times. times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so much respect. He retired there, and then went and had a dozen more matches in, on TNA. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. I doubt it, though. I don't I know. Mean, I, I, I it's weird. I just can't see her anywhere else. Ah. I but, think the right move is to build for WrestleMania with with um I think the right person to face Asuka is um Rhea Ripley. I really do at WrestleMania. Um but I'm okay with it being Baszler and I think Baszler versus Rhea would be a reason to buy the pay-per-view. Yeah. Like just that by itself. Remember, it was Rhea that took the title off of Baszler in NXT. You can easily build that with just vignettes and be like I see you knocked out Oscar's teeth. Remember when I knocked out yours? You know, type stuff. Like you could do that so easily, and um, and then have have a number one contenders match. This pay per view is designed for a number one con- to to set up lots of number one contenders to have a couple titles change hands just before the WrestleMania. You're not gonna get that. You're not gonna get a title changing hands. There's no way. Number three, if I switch over to SmackDown, um, I think a Bianca Belair proves her salt match would be really good here because um, she really hasn't had a lot of singles matches since she won her number one contender spot. Um, and I think her taking on Bailey and Bailey saying, listen, I, I think I don't like to use this terminology, but I think it's really good for this situation. Um, and I think Bailey coming out and being like, listen, Bianca Bella, Bell bitch or something like that, you know, or bitch air or whatever. Um, oh, <laughs> you haven't, you haven't won a match that's of any significance and I still owe her a debt and points to to Sasha um, you can have Sasha have a feud fuck wherever <laughs> I don't care um, Sasha's gonna put on a good match against anybody um, and then I, I I would I would roll back and I would not make it look like we're pigeonholing Dan, Daniel Bryan into that match for Wrestlemania um, I am we have pigeonholes. It's going to be a three-way, right? That's what people think it's going to be, and I don't want that to get pigeonholed again. Um, this is the wrong match. The the one with with Orton and Batista having Daniel Bryan in there was was a changing of the guard. It was fan demanded. 
that was fine. Um, and this time, I don't want it. Well, keep in mind, this is also fan demand too. A lot of people wanted Daniel Bryan to win the Rumble, right? Edge, I think the problem with that match is Edge and Bryan have the same story. They both left WWE because of an injury, a uh, life-threatening uh, injury, like career, uh, career-ending yeah. injury, rather. And it's just too much of the same story where it's kind of like, eh, you know? Yeah, Roman did too. Okay, so guys who are out because of life-threatening stuff, life or career-threatening stuff, um, yeah, I'm, I'm meh about it. I'm, I really yeah. am I'm meh about it. Um, I think this is a really good spot for, is it Jay's the one who's still around? So I think this is a really good spot for Jimmy to come in and maybe get his ass handed to him by Roman and get put in line too. So I don't know. That's, that's a possibility. Um, I don't know. I'm not really sold on anything with Roman right now. Um, I don't love the edge match. Um, I think he should have dropped the title to KO and then picked it back up. Mm. Um, you know that I, I think that would have worked better the for the head of the table he needs to lose the title every now and then and so um i don't know i certainly don't have uh, for the uh, smackdown's tough because i i want roman in the title picture i just I, I feel like i have to roll back a long ways to build a decent title match but i guess i have him lose to ko in the last man standing um i have him win it back in a in a falls count anywhere you know type setup um and because he's lost it now now there's a vulnerability and then i think that that opens the door for other stuff um i don't know i, I corbin and roman have always put on good matches is corbin on smackdown right now no he's on raw uh, it's on raw yeah i think yeah i i i we haven't seen him in a while so i i guess i don't fucking know no smackdown smackdown with sammy okay so i don't know i mean i think that i think smackdown's a really good the the way it's been built and i don't want to roll back to like survivor series and that's where my problem lies um the way it's been built i think schmoz and schmoz and roman out for this pay-per-view is okay I think that's probably even the better, best route to go is to schmoz him out and say, oh, I'm, I don't have to defend my title because I defended it Friday night against, you know, Joe Blow from NXT. I don't, it doesn't really matter. Um, and so he schmoz is out. Um, and then I think, I think uh, an IC title match would be a lot better there as, as the title match from SmackDown. Um, I really feel like it's time to put some gold on Corbin. I think, I think the time has passed to put some gold on Corbin. Um, not at WrestleMania, obviously. Um, so I, I probably start building that storyline the same way they built the Lashley storyline and have him win the but, IC title and become a dominant IC champion. It seems like they are turning Corbin face though. Um, just when we saw in SmackDown with the whole thing, Corbin was going to challenge for, was it the world title or no? I think it was, it was the IC title and Sammy's came in, butt in and Corbin was more like, I don't know. I, I feel like they're trying to slowly turn him face, which I guess is different, but I just haven't seen Corbin as a face in like years that I don't know how it's going to be. He's so good as a heel, but you know, clearly it's not working. He hasn't really done anything for uh, a hot minute, so. Yeah, I, I think I think I opened the door for a couple legend challenge matches. I, I'd love to see, oh, AJ versus a, a non-Undertaker legend 
Um, I'd like to see somebody come back and be like, you don't get to have, you got to have the Undertaker's last match. I get you at WrestleMania, some, something like that. Um, that might be an okay spot for Trips. You know, Trips comes out and says, AJ, yeah, I get I a match with you. That. I would better like that than the tag match he's gonna have with Omos. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, like the way you get a title shot is to come out and say, "I want a title shot." <laughs> That's what they've been doing. My my partner's a dude who's never had a match. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they don't even know what they're doing to book Mania. It's just ridiculous. Uh, and like, last lane this is... is a setup to Mania though, and that's what you're supposed to do. So this should set up your Intercontinental title. This should set up, which I think Corbin rolling into it and Sami Zayn trying to get it back is is not a bad thing. So yeah, I'd go with I'd go with Corbin taking the title off of Sami Zayn in a triple threat and beating somebody who isn't Sami Zayn. That way, Sami Zayn can say he didn't lose. But well, Corbin Sami didn't have the title. Where's the title? Who's who's it on now? It's uh, um. Who did you say? He just challenged him on SmackDown. I just I'm blanking. Oh, is it is it uh, is it uh, uh, Apollo? Is it Apollo? Big oh, E, no? Big E. Big no? E, that's right. Yeah, Vicky's yeah, a good move. And I and I would love a Corbin versus Big E match. That's cool by me. Corbin versus Big E and Sammy thinks Sammy tries to politic his way back in. I'm I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I think the weak point of this pay-per-view is the as much as I hate to say it is Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns and the two tag matches. Uh I mean, I don't know. I think Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns is kind of like uh the best part, I guess. I think it'll be a good match. I just don't think I don't. I don't like where the story goes. Either you take the title off of Roman, and you have Roman schmazz his way into WrestleMania, which, again, no. If you win the Royal Rumble, you get a one-on-one match. You know what I'm saying? That's it. It just doesn't make sense um, for it to be like. That's the whole point. You get a one-on-one match with the champion of your choosing. Champion of your choosing. Ironically, though. Uh, was Brian the first one to do? No, I don't think it was Brian. He was the first to do uh, WrestleMania Triple Threat. I think that was Benoit, um, Trips. Oh, there's been other ones, but but I, I I think he's the first to have not won the Royal Rumble and pigeonhole himself into it. Well, no, Benoit. No, didn't Benoit win that Rumble that Benoit, year? Benoit run the won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and it was also a Triple Threat at Mania. Yeah, somebody else pigeonholed their way in, but Benoit won the title and won at at Royal Rumble. Right. You know what I'm saying? Daniel Bryan didn't even win the Royal Rumble and then went into WrestleMania and won the title. Yeah. Like, I I don't want that again. I don't want... uh, The fans put me in. No. Sometimes, you know what? There was a whole bunch of fans who didn't want New England to win a Super Bowl at some point when New England won a Super Bowl. You know what? They don't. The fans don't always get to pick. Yeah. The customers aren't always right. Sometimes. <laughs> We've all met that. I mean, all three of us have worked in customer service in some way, shape, or form in our lives. And occasionally, you just have an asshat for a customer. And sometimes I feel like that's how Daniel Bryan fans are. Sometimes they're just pricks. Let us build a different storyline other than the little guy winning. Occasionally, Braun Strowman has to be fucking Braun Strowman, who I also don't want in this pay-per-view. <laughs> you know what? I mean, if you're going to make this... So here's how I would do it. I guess you're done with your... Uh... 
Yeah, I just I don't know what I don't have as strong a, of opinions in SmackDown. I don't I don't know. I don't think they're entirely off. I just think they haven't built the right stories for their stuff. Yeah, I know, and and that's that's essentially the problem, though. Um, so honestly, I don't know, because for the whole Roman sitch, Roman Bryan, I don't see, because they're we were already. I don't want to go back all the way to Rumble to kind of see what I can do, but I honestly would have tried to, would have gotten, try to get Seth in that, especially when he was away. You could have easily brought him into the picture to challenge Roman. People would have been excited for that. Seth would have been face again. Uh, And instead, we're going to probably see Seth in the opening of the pay-per-view facing Cesaro. You know, like, um, I mean, those two in itself should be a good match. But at the end of the day, I'm not crazy on Seth's heel run sort of deal. So I would have maybe had brought Seth back, put him into the title picture, would have certainly have loved to have seen a Seth versus Roman and uh, Seth versus Roman for the title at Fastlane. It ends in a schmoz because KO comes out um, because he's still so pissed at Roman. And then I wouldn't mind that being a triple threat, you know, at Mania. Seth versus KO versus Roman. I would really like to see that. That I think would be at least a halfway D. De- I don't. I mean, I people are excited, I guess, for Edge and Brian, but I really don't care. Edge is not, you know, he's not 30 anymore. You know what I mean? He can't go as he once did. Well, he, maybe he can, but I'm just done with him. I never really liked him. I was always a more of a Christian guy, anyways. So there's that. So that's how I would kind of rebook that. I would maybe have, would have done Seth versus Roman uh, main event at main uh, main event at Fastlane. Um, and that's what I would have done there. In terms of Shane and uh, Braun, wouldn't have made that a thing. Um, essentially, Shane saying, sorry, cool story, bro. You're sorry. But then AJ Styles comes out. AJ Styles does his whole little thing, complains to Braun. Hey, you know, you can't whine. You just were never a champion. He does his little cocky bad guy attitude. Um, Braun tries to hit AJ. Uh, Omos comes into the play and uh, steps in front and blocks the shot. And then Braun was like, if it wasn't for you, I would have won the Royal Rumble kind of thing. But you had to keep weaseling your way to help AJ Styles. And since you want to always help him out, I guess I'm going to have to knock you out. And then we would have had Braun versus Omos Fastlane. Don't make that mania, because honestly, I don't know what Omos has up his sleeve or if he's any good, and I'm not sure I'd want to make that a mania match. But you have Braun versus Omas Fastlane. That, I think, would have been curious for a lot of people to watch and see. Two big guys. People would have certainly better than uh, Braun versus Shane. So that's definitely a one-up from there. Um, what else do we have here? So Nia, Sh- Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Bianca. I don't know what they're doing here because I feel like none of these women should be the wrestle should be the tag team champions going into WrestleMania. I want to see Shayna and Baszler split. Um, Shayna and Nia split before Mania. Um, I guess you can make them lose the tag titles on a Raw or SmackDown. Um, I would have maybe have made Shayna and Nia lose it to Le- uh, Lana and who's she with now? Naomi? Just as like a transitional thing because of everything that's going on there. 
and them and Naya face Shayna at Fastlane. So we can end this stupid thing because that's eventually what's going to start happening. And we end that at Fastlane. That's what happens there. Shayna beats the living shit out of her. Um, and then I would even have Oscar come out at the end to kind of, this is where Shayna would do a heel turn. She's already a heel, but she just goes crazy ape shit on Naya. She beats the shit out of Naya. I don't say she bites Naya and gets her gushing with blood but she's beating the shit out of her to the point that Oscar comes and tries to get Shayna back off her like hey like stop it whatever what's going on and then that's what's going to build up the feud for Mania between Oscar and Shayna for Mania so that's what I think you could do because at least it splits that up uh, Lena, uh, Lana and uh, Naomi could go face I don't know, Natalia and whoever for the tag titles. I don't care. Um, oh no, fine. Lana, uh, uh, Lana and Naomi could face Bianca Belair and Sasha. I, I don't see how else you can kind of do it uh, with that. Uh, I think it's even a worse match, technically. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do with them. strap on, on Lana, so yes. Worst match. Oh, I mean, bro, I'm tired of seeing Naya, Regino, and freaking Shayna do this stupid gimmick. So at this rate, give me Naya and Naomi. If I can see Lana fall every time she does the splits while coming out to Naomi's music, I'm down. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm really, oh, I'm really done with Naya's comedic uh, Regino love story. Like I'm done with it. So you know what? At this point, let's let's end let's let's end this stupid tag team title reign and get this match going because you know they're leading there and I'm so scared it's going to lead to Nia versus Shayna at Mania which I'm really not down for I'm not down for you to waste the Wrestlemania on Nia versus Shayna at all um, if I'm pulling the straps off of Nia and Shayna I do it back in the next team but you can't even do that now I know but we oh, get to roll back we went, so. we went there okay yeah I mean I probably would have done that as well and then you ultimately start the feud there um so the thing is though what do you do with Rhea right that's where I'm scared if I book Shayna versus well in fairness you don't have to do anything with Rhea since she still hasn't debuted yeah she's still coming soon apparently she's a theatrical release that will never come out um fair what else Release the Rhea cut. <laughs> uh, I've been hearing so many bad reviews about the Snyder cut. I don't even Re- know if I'm watching it Re- anymore. Really? It's got a 74% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. GameSpot gave it a 3 out of 10. Well, GameSpot is apparently one of the, the rarities because the majority of the reviews, like I say, 74 or 74% of them have been positive. Did you know GameSpot does games and Zack Snyder's movie they also do movie reviews mister <laughs> um and then i don't know man for the randy orton thing though i guess the only positive side to this is we're a hundred percent gonna see the fiend if you nah. don't have fiend come out during this freaking match i am done this has been way too freaking long i complained about this two weeks ago you guys bashed me for it but this is just getting so Stupid. It's, they, I don't think they're going to mess it up because they'll use a lot of cinematics. She'll wear a mask. She'll have superhuman strength. Randy Orton's good at selling. But this is where you bring out The Fiend. You have to. Either 
uh, e- either uh, Alexa just beats Randy like that with superhuman strength. Randy Orton's there. Flames come out. Lights go red or out. And then Fiend is shown. And then we're going to see the Fiend. What, 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 what does the Fiend have to say on Raw? That would kind of make Raw exciting to watch at least. Because there hasn't been anything. Um, and so I guess you have to do that. Because yay. I better. I just better see the Fiend. And then... Yeah, I, 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 maybe Seamus. Seamus and McIntyre. If you didn't do so many matches, like you said, Fabe, your, your raw, your raw match two weeks ago was phenomenal. Your stare incident between the two was ridiculous, which didn't need to happen and didn't make sense because both men were fine the next week and nothing was to that. Um, but I'm, I'm still excited. To, I, I think Seamus. Sheamus and McIntyre have good chemistry in the ring. I just think they overplayed us a bit. And if they make it into like a last man standing match and they don't have the chairs be the reason why they lose, uh, not the chairs, but the stairs rather, be the reason why they lose and they put up an actual good match like we saw two weeks ago, I am down. I just don't know anymore. Um, And yeah, that's what I'm going with. But you know who you have? You have, is this for anything? McIntyre versus Sheamus. This is to face whoever at Mania, or no? Um, I don't know if it actually has any stakes. I think it's to just it. a grudge match. Yeah, I thought it was just a grudge match where it's just like, um, you know. Okay, so here's what I do though, and you know who's gonna win the Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, whether it's for the title or not. If it's for the title, it might make it a little bit more sense. If it's for the title, you have Sheamus win due to interference from Connor McGregor. And then you have Conor McGregor versus Drew McIntyre, which was something that was rumored, and playing off the whole Scottish versus Irish thing. Because WrestleMania always needs a celebrity, so there you go. You have Conor versus Drew, and then you have Sheamus versus Lashley, which they kind of were alluding to a bit when Sheamus attacked Lashley. I would still kind of like that, um, but I don't know if Sheamus would win that. So that's how I book it. Okay. Well, I'm not entirely certain either of you fixed it for me, but <laughs> but again, I don't know if it was possible. I was just hoping, hoping you'd try. Not fixable. I, I seriously am debating just skipping it. Are you debating also skipping the crimes afterwards too? Nope. You, you guys will just have to take the lead on that. And I'll be like, oh, really? That happened? Cool. <laughs> It'll be the Razzie Awards. I mean, I'll I'll just moderate it the the way before. I'll say, "What is your match of the night?" And then you'll say it, and I'll be like, "Okay, cool, <laughs> cool story, bro. Tell it again." <laughs> what is your worst match of the night? And you'll say something like, "Okay, cool." Yep, yep. I mean, that might be the way to go. That I just it's I just all the stuff building up to it. I'm just like, yawn. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's the builds. It's definitely the builds. Well, and I don't know, maybe some of it's the fact that they have a pay-per-view two weeks before the, their biggest pay-per-view of the year, right? Yeah. Like, it don't make sense. Well, I mean, again, how do you earn a title shot? Apparently, you just walk out and you point to the titles and say, I want that. Or you can <laughs> always point to just the WrestleMania sign and be like... No, no, that's only for a Royal Rumble winners. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they get to point at WrestleMania. Everyone else, like AJ Styles, just gets to walk out and say, "Hey guys, give me a tag team title shot at WrestleMania," and they're like, "Okay, it's cool." It's a phenomenal one, don't you know? 
Or he gets to do that with tag titles as well. Can't exclude him from tag titles. Just like, give me a shot at those titles with this guy who we haven't seen wrestle yet once. I am really excited. I mean, I am really... The only good thing I see happening here is that Riddle randomly interferes because him and the New Day are bros. And we end up getting an AJ versus Riddle for Mania. Oh no, this is at Mania. Damn it! We get an AJ versus Riddle moving forward. That'd be pretty dope. But WWE would won't it, do that. Would it be? Would it you be? Wouldn't, you wouldn't think AJ versus Riddle would be good? I don't know. Their styles to me don't seem to match. Their styles clash? Uh, ah. Styles. <laughs> just like, meh. I don't know. Maybe I'm bur- just burnt out on WWE right now. Maybe yeah, AEW and, and all the other stuff has spoiled me to the point that I'm just like, meh. Yeah, Anyways. Uh, that could be. Let's move on to one of your guys' challenge. Well, consider press now. I had one. Uh, Was it that okay. depressing? No, it's kind of not bad. So since it is Stone Cold's 316 day, all right, let's imagine for a second that Stunning Steve Austin never left WCW. Okay. I was like, wait, Stunning Steve Austin? That's way back in WCW. Okay, now you understand. Mm-hmm. Never left. Vince McMahon still needed his Austin, though. He needed a huge, big, loud mouth, don't give a crap, I'm against the man wrestler to win the King of the Ring 1996 against Jake Roberts. Given that time frame, who would have been your Stone Cold Steve Austin without being Austin? Okay, and just to clarify it, who would I have done <coughs> as not, you know, who would it have been? Because I have a very firm belief on who it would have been if Steve Austin wasn't there. Um, well, it's up to you, but in reality, you're booking it, right? You're picking who you would want it to be not what everyone thinks who it should have been. Okay, or who it was what you want. Give you what you want. So, here's I'm just going to answer the first question here uh, that I would add is who it would have been um, if Steve Austin wasn't there to do it. Uh, who it would have been, in my opinion, was his trips. Yeah, I was going to say it would have been Triple H. Uh, he, he was obviously the, the runner-up guy in that uh, whole scenario. And I think we even did an FBI, or was it a WBU at one point, like year and a half ago, where we even talked about, it was an FBI where I was like- Yeah, where there was no Stone Cold. Yes. A world with no Stone Cold or something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So- um, All these damn FBIs. Well, I think it was before you anyway, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, it it would have been- So this Triple was H. BBC before COVID? Uh, way before COVID. Uh, like how people are replacing that with before Christ. Before Christ is not a thing anymore. Now it's BC before COVID. Nope. It's actually BCE before Christian era. No, but people also use BC. This is the historical. Right. Actually, uh, to to correct the correction, BCE is before common era. Common era. Yeah, you are correct. You are correct. I was trying to figure out what it was. I was like, uh... I was like, I don't remember that ever being said in the history books. Before Christian era. I was like, nope, nope. But, but yes, what would you do, Mr. Smarks? So this specifically is what year again? 96. 96. What? I just want to make sure because I was, I was pulling up the... 
full roster for WWE in that year. Might want to do Mr. Fabe as well. He can find it damn self. I'm just joking. I don't think so. Get like it serious, guys. I'm totally serial. There. So we okay. I'll I'll answer this because it's tough, and I'm okay with that. Um. Oh, sending me something here. Okay. So it has to be somebody who's on the roster. Well, in '96. Well, here's the deal. In '96, the roster at the beginning of the year is very different than the roster at the end of the year. Okay, and guys. Oh, one ninety six. Hold on. And one don't interrupt. Don't interrupt because here's the deal. It has to be at King of the Ring time. Yes. Which means Razor Ramon isn't available, who I think is a very good move for that role, especially after beating Jake the Snake Roberts, saying Razor Ramon three sixteen says I just whooped your ass. Or Razor three sixteen. I think that works. So that's why I say it's it's very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the right move for for and I think trips is a good move. I don't think it was a horrible move, um, but I think the right move of guys still wrestling at the time that had already won a title that were putting it over into a new role here um, towards the end of that year. I think it's a good opportunity to. Uh, oof. Boy, that's a rough roster, isn't it? <laughs> I was gonna throw, I was gonna throw Gold Dust in there, but I don't think that's the right move either, because Gold Dust still needs to build his Gold Dust. Yeah, it, it almost would be easier for us to name the ones who definitely would not be the Stone Gold of that day. Well, it's not gonna be Chris Candido. Uh, it's not gonna be Honky Tonk Man. It's not gonna be J E double F J A double R E double T. Like I said, I think Scott Hall would probably be the best move, but it, he wasn't there during that time at the end of the year. Oh, shit. The stalker? <laughs> it's not going to be Marty Janetti or Justin Credible. <gasps> Here's my move. Davy Boy Smith. Oh, that could kind of work. I actually saw Nightheart, and I thought it's too late in his prime, but Davy Boy, I think, is the right move there to start skyrocketing him as the anti- Obviously, he's not going to be a redneck, stomp a mud hole guy, but right. as the anti-Vince in a, a, you Americans and all your, you know, capitalism or some stupid shit like that. I don't know. Uh, fu- fun twist with that is that, that very well could have saved his career. Oh, absolutely. Because then he wouldn't have left to go to WCW. And gotten buried. Wouldn't have well, gotten buried or... Uh, power slammed on the uh, uh, trap door and injured his back. And never the same again. Technically, the Ultimate Warrior was was on, w, on WWE in 1996. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, I've seen so, promos. I forgot about the Hunter Assembly Warrior battles. Oh, fuck. That cocaine one that you sent me was really messed up where they wrapped themselves around tape. <laughs> Like cocaine what? is a hell of a drug. <laughs> like poor Jim Nyhart. I'm like Nyhart. Are you like hooked up here too, bud? Because you st- you're still looking very serious. <laughs> oh my gosh! Look at Kane as Doomsday. I don't even remember the Doomsday gimmick. Well, that and that's very obviously the Isaac Yankum image. Maybe maybe they rolled off of Isaac Yankum into. I don't know. Doomsday without a big change. I also like the idea of Mark Henry, but I just don't think he was I think he was two face at the time. 
I think any one of the Hart Foundation minus Brett works. Owen. Um, I, I think my pick right now was Owen. I think that's where, where I was probably leading. Yeah. Uh, which... But his skills weren't that great, man. I don't know. I mean, I, I recently just watched Brett versus Owen at WrestleMania 10. WrestleMania, not 10, 12. No. You know, I think his promo skills were just fine. I think you always have to um, think about what the person's. Um, I hate to use the word script because they weren't really scripting the promos at the time. But I mean, you still you're limited by what you're given, right? And he was always given these goofy concepts right. and put him in a serious concept, and I think he could have done it. But there's another person that I at least want to bring up as. If we're wanting to do the southern redneck, like the Stone Cold gimmick without Stone Cold, effectively, Billy Gunn. Because at the time, he was fresh off smoking guns, uh, so he still had that southern cowboy gimmick. Yeah, that's not a bad move. For that matter, J- JBL. JBL was it was up there as well. I, I kind of thought about him. Um, Bob Sparkplug Holly. Mm. That's actually not a bad move, Bob Holly. Uh, he was too serious, though, man. And the guy had zero personality. No, 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 no. He was coming off of a of a racetrack driver gimmick in '96. Oh, okay, fair. Still feel like that's not a bad move. And and home skillet. Stone Cold was serious. I mean, he wasn't Lance Armstrong serious, but he was serious. Lance Armstrong, good old one ball himself. Sorry. I could be serious for a minute. <laughs> in space. I could be serious Lance, for a minute up in Lance, space. Lance, Jesus, I'm sorry. I can't even <laughs> okay. stop laughing. Oh, okay, so 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 we went from Lance Armstrong, the uh, uh, Tour de France guy, to... Yeah. We're mixing them all together. To, to Lance, Lance Storm, Armstrong, Archer. We'll add Archer in there. He'll have a pink ponytail. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the the murder <laughs> murder hawk moon man who's serious for one minute with one testicle i'm down i'd watch it <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a long rest of this podcast i can already tell um <laughs> so Tonka. get him out yeah. of his native american gimmick and into a decent gimmick was he even native american yes he uh, was actually native american okay yeah. At least, but, but I mean, it's stupid. But his gimmick would name it. now. Now, one that 100% would have been a bad choice for this, but I would actually give all the dollars in my pocket right now uh, to have seen would have been Sid Vicious in the Stone Cold Royal. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> See, and I think I think that's the benefit is that you 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 automatically limit it to a guy who has not been a title holder yet. <laughs> so, um, it does eliminate him. It eliminates Brett. It eliminates. I don't know why I think Ahmed Johnson would be good there, but I, I was thinking Ahmed too for some reason. I don't know why, but I was. I really was thinking of Ahmed. I still, I still think you're already breaking, consistently breaking up the the Heart Foundation left and right. Up and down, up and down, up and down, and I think any one of the other three Heart Foundation members, other than Brett, can do the the pass out from the the sharpshooter. So I I just I'm just still stuck on Sid Sid Vicious 
just ha- him being like, you know, John 316, you're up there talking John 316, but Vicious 316 says, you just kicked my ass. I mean, I'll just kick your ass. Vicious, I just shot my says, I am the master and the ruler of the world. Ultimate warrior. Uh, Talking about John 316, but Warrior 316 has the power of the universe. <laughs> so the, are we just going to rebook with every individual character how they would say it? <laughs> I, I don't know. About John 316, but you will never forget is there is there a list of women wrestlers who were uh, gold dust three sixteen? What? I was gonna, I but I realized the women wrestling back then wasn't that great. I was gonna suggest who would you, or maybe even make it a modern thing. Who would you put in a more modern position for Austin sixteen, woman wise? Becky, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> if you're talking modern, of uh, as in the past few years. Becky 100% was the modern Becky legitimately did it with her broken nose standing at the top of the mics, Mm -hmm. uh, at the top of the stairs. Yep. That was her her Stone Cold moment. Mm -hmm. Stone Cold's big Stone Cold moment, yes, there is Austin 316 that gave him the the t-shirt, but his big Stone Cold moment was not tapping to Brad. Yeah. Well, that's ultimately what made him face, right? Yep, that was his face turn and his big big moment there but was losing but not tapping yeah you know leaf cassidy would have been a good choice as shut it up as, you don't get to talk anymore la- later like known as al snow um al snow had the ability to cut a promo head 316 not as leaf cassidy though come on well this would have been his rebranding moment Oh, okay. You would have been stone cold, Leaf Cassidy. What does everybody want? Leaf. What does everybody need? Leaf. I noticed that none of us say Mabel. Like, oh. I, well, because he see was going to be the third man anyway. Mankind could have cut that promo. Totally could have cut that promo. Yeah, definitely like, could have. Mankind? Yes. Yeah. But I just think I think his path was already set and, and good. And yeah. What is Rikishi wearing in this picture? Some sort of mask. And I was looking at it trying to remember. It must be a Sultan. Yeah. Well, because in 96, he had rebranded. Because before that, you know, he was part of the Samoans. uh, The new Wild Samoan. mm -hmm. And then he came over and he had that. If you click on his image, it takes you to a page and looks like July of 1995. He had a very different look entirely, uh, but I don't know. And then September 96, it shows that. And then his full Rikishi change came in 99. Sorry. But, uh, it's the full ra- full Rikishi turn, fat two. Ba-da-da-da-da. No, isn't that what you were saying? <laughs> sure. Sure, we're good. All right. Next. Okay, so... Those were fun challenges, and mine's gonna suck. I don't know because it's St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, and we didn't get a St. Patty's match on Monday. So, with the current SmackDown roster, please book us a St. Patrick's Day match. I feel like you did this last St. Patty's Day, 
And I feel like I do it that. most holidays. <laughs> nope, I'll even I'm gonna roll it back. I'm gonna give you a better roster. One of you choose AEW, one of you choose NXT, book us a St. Patty's Day match and go. Because that'll I'll, actually be on St. Patty's Day. I'll uh even allow JLB the choices to the first choices to which roster. You got the both of those have rosters that can pull that off and be decent. Um I will go with AE Dubs. And that means you left Finn Balor for him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I vote for you to go first. Oh, see, that wasn't part of the good. <laughs> Never said it wasn't. Actually, I don't want to be last. What if mine's really bad? Um, you have Marco Stunt, bud. Yes, but I feel like he can't drink a heck of a lot of beer in a wrestling match. <laughs> I feel like this match will be shorter than he is. But he can, however, get ragdolled around by uh, pretty much anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is Irish in AEW? Marco Stunt's not Irish. He's just tiny. I was going with the Hornswoggle aspect of it. Oh, there. I don't know. Maybe he is Irish. I don't know. I mean, roughly 60% of Americans have some type of Irish blood in them. So. That's true. Irish and blood I, more six, in them. 60% of the two northern North American countries, I should say. Yep. Anytime now. If he wants me to go first, I will try to go. Um, I'm just trying to decide what sort of gimmick I wanted the match. Because I've, I've got some ideas for some of the contendent, contenders, contendants, whatever. Uh, Remember, with NXT, you get NXT UK, too. That opens some things up. But the, the problem I really run into is the contenders that I have almost... Uh, demand it be a more serious match i can't do yeah and and you're already contending with the fact that finn balor does face in two weeks two and a half weeks um adam cole for the title uh carrying cross for yeah he faced adam cole. oh yeah sorry Good job, sorry jeez said the wrong name yep um i think God, what would be a good giving for this it's gonna be a tag match Okay, you know what we haven't seen in a while, and they, you don't have to do this. We haven't seen the 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 champion and his future challenger be forced to tag recently. That used to be a thing, pretty common. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I think. Hey, fair enough. <laughs> That's that. Uh, I think. Karen Cross doesn't work for that. He would be like, I don't care if I lose this match. I'm gonna just annihilate you. So. I think it's going to be a. I'm trying to uh, figure out how to how to word the naming of it. It's going to be an Irish liberation match. Oh, Northern Ireland versus Southern Ireland type thing. I get I, I get where you're going here. Well, I'm not. I'm I'm actually doing more Ire, Ireland versus UK. Okay, that's fair. But a tag match. The uh, the Irish team will be Finn Balor and Killian Dane versus the British team of Pete Dunne and, and Timothy Thatcher. No, Thatcher's American, isn't he? Yeah, he, he was, uh, he partnered with, uh, That's what I think I partnered with, uh, uh, you just named him. Uh, yeah. Yep, you know who I'm talking about. What you talking about, babe? <laughs> babe. Um, to, 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 who would be a good Danny Birch, maybe. 
I mean, Imperium. Well, I was thinking Imperium, but uh, Eichner is Italian, and um, and you know, um, Bartel is German, so it doesn't fit my Irish liberation. I could put uh, Drake Maverick in, but right, but that's but, really not going to bode well for Drake Maverick. Yeah, that, that's a pretty darn lopsided <laughs> match there. Uh, doesn't really sit well for. You could use a Canadian, still loyal to the throne. Apparently not after the Queen dies. Yeah, sorry, I don't watch Canadian news. If if he wasn't out with an ankle injury, I'd put Ridge Holland there. Fair enough, we'll let you have it. Okay. And do you mean I'm referring to the Oprah interview? That was so American. <laughs> oh, I, I thought maybe Justin Trudeau said we're not going to be part of the... We're not going to honor the... You did. I just figured that made the way because that's still kind of crazy news. Fair. So, yeah. so let's do Irish liberation match. Um, a tag team where the Irish are kicking the British out. Um, oh, snap. And, and yeah, it would be Killian Dane and <laughs> uh, Finn Balor just kicking the snot out of Ridge Holland, who was my first other choice. Um, Bruiser, uh, Bruiser, wait. Um, um, well, and, and and part of it it sets up because they obviously have uh, goals for Pete Dunne to eventually challenge for the NXT title. So having him in that match makes sense. You could you could end it with a schmoz with Carry and Cross coming out and annihilating everyone. Yeah. So the stakes are: loser goes to NXT. Europe. I don't know. I don't know if you have real stakes on a gimmick match like this, but you have corn beef. Okay. Well, how do you win? What makes it Irish other than that? It's just the Irish trying to kick the. Um, you, you have to win with a move that involves an Irish whip. <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's it's uh run by tornado tag rules, so no tags need. Hop in and. You're in. But yeah, but you got to Irish whip someone. <laughs> uh, I love these because they're so horrible. <laughs> All right, so I'll go. Um, so we're going to have a brewski brawl. Not really Irish in the name, but how it's going to be, it's going to be a fatal four-way match. And the participants are going to be... Apparently there's not a lot of, there's barely any Irish people on the roster. So we're just going to assume that we can go off them being 5% or 10% Irish. And we're going to have to go with Hangman Page. We're going to put Marco Stunt in this because the feud starts off because Hangman is drinking. Marco Stunt is very angry for some reason. Luchasaurus angered him and he's at the bar and Hangman is really drunk. And he says to, he makes fun of Marco Stunt saying that, are you even old enough to be in the bar? Marco gets pissed off. That sets a feud with them. Uh, but along with this, we are also going to have, uh, we are also going to have, hmm, I was going to say Matt, but who's kind of feuding with Marco right now? I feel like there's someone that's kind of not liking him. Uh, no, what we'll do is we'll do, we'll do Marco stunt, hangman page, uh, and two other guys who look like they could drink us through the to the table, uh, John Moxley and uh, Eddie Kingston. John Moxley. Thank you. 
<laughs> and a brewski brawl consists of four tables being set up on either side of the ring, and you have five boots of beer on each table. Okay, the concept of the match is that the wrestler has to finish. Uh, the wrestler has to finish all the beer in order to win the match. So essentially, the premise of the match is you kind of have to knock everyone out so you can drink some of your beer, and then when someone gets up, you have to go and uh, fight them again, sort of ordeal, because they're not going to let you obviously finish drinking your beer. Um, <clears throat> and something different, you know. Um, and it'd be hilarious to see how fucking drunk they get. You have to use real beer, by the way. Real green beer. Um, and I feel like I should maybe take out Marco. I, I was putting Marco Stunt there just for the whole joke that he said. But I feel like maybe putting, like, Lance Archer in there. Or for the heck of it, we just put Jake Roberts in there to show the vet- to show that a veteran, how, how a veteran really drinks. But that might soon say... And then I don't want Jake Roberts to get hurt. But yeah, we'll, we'll put it Lance Archer, Moxley, Hangman Page, and um, Kingston in a brewski brawl match with five boots set up on each table. And the winner has to finish all of their beer. And uh, yeah, sorry, it's not that creative, guys. And what does the winner get? Well, the winner gets to be Irish. A shot at Matt Hardy's second quarter earnings. <laughs> a, a ride on Hangman Page's new riding lawnmower. <laughs> Whatever works. Or they get to do uh, a hoedown with Drew Carey on Who Wants to... <laughs> it's a bad joke. Okay. Uh, I thought those hoedowns were hilarious. Uh, so we finally got whose line is it anyway in Canada, huh? No, calm your tits. We've had it ages. <laughs> I think they're still playing the ones with the the new girl who does it now. I totally blanked out on her name. But uh, what's that? It, Aisha Taylor. It's who? Wasn't it Aisha Taylor? Oh yeah, that might be her exactly. But I, I think that not Taylor. Tyler. Aisha Tyler. Tomato, tomato. I understood him. And uh, yeah, Brewski brawl, guys. Brewski brawl. See, I should have went before. Yours was at least a tad bit better. Was it really? Mm. I mean, normally I'm pretty confident, but <laughs> I don't know if mine was much better. Yeah, they were both pretty bad. Yeah, those those challenges suck. We should stop doing them. They, they really do. Fucking hilarious for me because I don't have to do them. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a bit better because of the uh, the Irish whip part. That was uh, that was the icing on the uh, on the on the Guinness, if you will. Pete Dunn gets a pen, but it doesn't count because you didn't Irish whip him into something. (laughs) I'm liking it the more you talk about it. I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay, well, we are going to move on (laughs) to our other game that we play on this. Normally called Ring of Honor AEW or Impact, but this week I am spicing it up. I am calling it Ring of Honor WWE or Impact because I am going to give a list of three current AEW wrestlers that need to be relocated to one of those other companies. So my first round for you guys. AEW mid-carters, John Silver, Brandon Cutler, and Joey Janela. All I remember was Joey Janela. Who? Joey Janela, Brian Cutler, Brandon Cutler, and John Silver. Alright, John Silver to impact to spread the dominance of the Dark Order. 
Um, <laughs> oh, God, I don't like this because Joey Janela only works well in places where he can get really violent. And so you put him on WWE, it just doesn't play. Brandon Cutler to developmental WWE for NXT and Joey Janela to ROH so he can still be violent. I feel like I haven't seen Joey Janela in ages. Uh, me too. He indeed has not been used much. I feel like he hasn't been used this year. He's probably still picking tacks out of his feet. <laughs> Bare feet. Guy cried. It was so painful looking. Um, so I'll bite. I'll go with Joey Janela to Impact. Um, just because I feel like he could have quite a few good hardcore matches there, and I feel like he could do some stuff in the X Division too. I don't know how successful he'll be, but uh, certainly could put up some good matches. Um, Cutler. I feel like I've only seen one or two matches with him, though. Um, who was it again? Cutler and... John Silver. John Silver. Johnny Hungry. Yeah! I, Silver. I, I feel like maybe John Silver could work in NXT. Um, and if you absolutely have to put him into the main roster, maybe his funny gimmicks might actually be worthwhile and Vince might not totally mess that up, but he would certainly fit right in with NXT completely. Um, so therefore, Cutler would have to go to ROH because I personally haven't seen a lot of him to remember anything about him. Uh, essentially, the only thing I remember is that he was on AEW Games 2.0 with Kenny Omega. And that's not enough about his wrestling ability. That's what I'm doing. So so just uh, as an aside, according to Cage Match, uh, Joey Janela has wrestled eight times in 2021, but three of them were for GCW. Um, including his most recent one on the 6th of this month he was GCW world title versus spring break show uh, where he wrestled against Ricky Shane Page who was the champion and he lost Um, however the other five matches of this year four of them were AEW dark which is probably why you know you don't remember Um, but one of them just a little over a month ago 4th of February he had his AEW title match versus uh, AEW TNT title match, I should say, versus Darby Allen on Dynamite. So, oh, son of a bitch. Okay, damn. I guess I just don't pay attention to him then. Jeez. But like I said, he's also maintained being active in GCW. So, uh, in January he wrestled there twice, and then he just wrestled, like I say, a little over a week ago, ten days ago. Uh, at their spring break pay-per-view. Snap. Now I'm wondering if that Joey Janela versus Darby Allin match was... <laughs> go watch it. Yeah. I'ma go watch it. Nice. Um, I'll bite. I'll go next. Uh, so I will keep it along the same lines as you. You have to pick AEW stars. And I am going with female wrestling. And really quickly, uh, Wrestling Observer gave the Darby Allin, uh, Versus Joey Janela, three and a half stars. Oh, well, thank you, Dave Meltzer. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with women wrestlers. We are going with Nyla Rose, Akira Shida, and Britt Baker. I'll go first. Britt Baker to WWE because then she can be with her man. 
<laughs> she can be with her man, and most importantly, she fits Vince's mold. Uh, Sheeta, now's where it gets tough because Nyla. Yeah, Nyla fits Vince's. No, Nyla. Nyla is a, a beast and and a monster, and Impact is loaded with those. But they're also loaded with a really quality women's roster, and Sheeta is the current women's champion and really good. Um, God, I, I think I'm going to put Sheeta on Impact and Nyla on ROH and knowing full well that that contract's going to end and she's going to end up back somewhere where she's televised. Yeah, I, I thought I knew how Vince's it was. Mold. I thought but, I knew how I was going to answer it when you after your first two, but then you threw Britt Baker there and that threw it yeah, all. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because of, of them all, Britt Baker is is the Vince mold the most. So um, that makes the most sense. But um, since that's what DFA did, just to be different, I am going to go with my original instinct and put Nyla Rose there because um, I am sure Vince would see dollar signs in Nyla versus Nia. Oh, yeah. Speaking it rhymes. I, I don't want that because I like Nyla too much to want her injured. But, uh, but that's beside. Um, but so then that throws everything off because now I've got to choose Hikaru Shida or uh, Britt Baker to impact versus. Yeah, it's really not fair. No, it really isn't. Um, as good as as uh, Hikaru Shida is, and how as much as I like her, uh, of those two, I I think Britt Baker would have to go to Impact. Uh, and then that puts Akarashita at Ring of Honor. Um, so I'd have to find a way to watch Ring of Honor then. It's not on TV at all? It's on, in our area, it's on TV like late night Saturday or early morning Saturday, something like that. I don't know. And just not a convenient time for me to watch. The YouTube channel? Uh, they don't put their shows up on, on the YouTube channel. So uh, he, he, here's the long and the short of it to keep in mind. Ring of Honor is owned by Sinclair Media Group. Sinclair Media Group is one of the uh, nation's largest um, network channel owners. And I say network meaning not cable, but but TV. broadcast TV. Um, they own a whole lot of, especially local channels around the country. Mm. Um, so there's not like one channel that's nationwide that Ring of Honor airs on. It airs on whatever your local Sinclair Media Station is. And because of that, it kind of airs whenever they want it. Uh, and that makes it kind of hard to consistently watch. Mm. But I would find a way for Hikaru Shida. Yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, so since you're going to do things backwards, and we had a conversation earlier this week about how little Vince knows about NXT, <laughs> I'm going to have Vince go on a recruiting trip to WWE from three different shows. All three shows are shows you watch, so you don't have to try and figure out the roster for ROH. Impact, AEW, and Vince wants a wrestler from that rival promotion. What's it called? NXT. But you have to pick the Vince guy or gal. And somebody he could actually get. So NXT is wide open. So NXT, Impact, and... AEW. 
Vincent trips to go on a recruiting mission of possible people. Like, you can't be like, uh, Guinea Omega, Moose. Well, you can be like, Moose might go, yeah. Uh, I'll bite. So, I think the person there right off the bat, Brian Cage. He'd absolutely snag Brian Cage, no problem. That's his go-to. Uh, that's his next Brock Lesnar sort of ordeal. Sparks, did you buy your plane ticket to go to Montreal and kick the shit out of him yet? No. I mean, it's <laughs> it's the best answer. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Uh, <laughs> but it's kind of a no-duh answer, so... No-duh! Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry for not being original. As, Have you as, met me? As soon as he said he'll go first, I like, well, he's going to take Brian Cage, so... Ouch! <laughs> Trickers. Um... So that's a dubs NXT. We know who it won't be, Finn Balor, because he didn't like him when he came up the first time. Nope, that's it. Um, I do feel like this one's also a no-brainer if you really think about it. God, I would be so sad to see this happen, but I think I think Smarks is going to go that route. Yeah, I might surprise you, but I think I know who. You- well, I'm I'm going to say ah. <laughs> I'm going to say, ah. That's actually uh, my response to this question in general. Ah. I think the Vince guy would technically... <sighs> Loomis. Oh, that's a good move. Loomis, I think, works well. Uh, Vince likes his tall guys. He likes his um, phenom characters. I think he'd slowly build them up to be... Uh, um, uh, maybe part of the Wyatt family, bring that back, part of Bray's little crew, do something there. He doesn't talk. He's like Bray's bodyguard or something. Vince would ruin him and do something stupid. But <laughs> I think Dexter Loomis would be uh, the pick there. <sighs> A.E. Dubs. Um, you already, I'm gonna you already go took from A.E. Dubs. Uh, Ryan Cage. Impact. Yeah. Impact. I, uh, I really do think uh, Vince would take Jordan Grace. Ooh. I think he likes that kind of build as okay, well. Okay, now I am booking my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> That's good play. We'd love to have you. We, we, we just moved our curfew now to 930, so we can certainly spend a lot of time together. Both a lot of time to get dressed. <laughs> no, we, we we can leave our house until 9.30, and then we have to run back in. So I can kick his ass outside the house for a while, and then I can go back and kick his ass. Precisely. Yep. <laughs> okay, well, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound like lame potatoes from me, but Jordan Grace was my go-to. But she kind of oh. was the linchpin oh. of my whole concept, so I got to kind of keep her. Because um, here's, here's my thoughts. As of right now, main roster-wise... Uh, Vince probably feels like the men's division, he's got locked up pretty good. Yes, he would take Brian Cage in a heartbeat, I think, if he had a chance. Or at least knew who he was, sort of a thing, right? But <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced the only reason Brian Cage isn't on WWE TV is that Vince McMahon just hasn't seen him yet. And, and we know he doesn't watch other wrestling. This is why he's sending recruits to NXT. Or recruiters to NXT. Yeah. So what? I own that? Oh shit. So um but uh my whole linchpin is that I think he feels like he's got the men, the men's division on lock. But I do think 
excuse me. I think he um he does at least feel like it's his main roster women's division is a little thin, especially if he's going to have tag and singles. So his goal with this, in my mind, would be to shore up women's talent. And Jordan Grace is the linchpin. She's the one to bring in from Impact. From AEW, I'm uh, living on a little bit of a technicality here, but Thunder Rosa. Mm, okay. Um, and then from uh, NXT... Um, it's Io Shirai. You think you'd pick up Io, huh? Uh, I think, I think there are a lot of reasons for him to go that way. Um, do, do I think Raquel Gonzalez is, is eventually main roster? Yes. Um, she's, she's definitely going to be the... the... That, that wasn't even who I was thinking. I was thinking he'd go after, uh, oh shit, uh, uh, Tony Storm. Tony Storm is another one that I think, I think... For lack of a better term, in Vince McMahon's eyes, the best person to have go after Asuka is another Japanese girl. <laughs> Fair enough. I I get what you're saying. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, and then she would be Kari Zane all over again uh, and team up with her afterwards. And then eventually they'd team up and they'd call themselves the... Um, Kabuchi Warriors. The guys. Guy. <laughs> Empresses, the the um the uh, yeah, the Empress of the Sky. <laughs> Tomorrow's and, Sky. Tomorrow's Sky. Uh but that that would be what I you know in my head my head canon think he would do is be trying to shore up the women's division a bit more. And, yeah, who do you think I was I was talking about that was the no brainer on NXT? Uh carrying cross. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, the fact that he, the fact that he got injured and they had an opportunity to have him rebranded and brought, or not rebranded, but just put on the main roster instead, blows my mind that they didn't do it. I mean, thank God they don't, though, man. Look what they're doing with everybody from NXT, though. Oh, I, I think with Carrion Cross, the thing was he won, he won the title and then immediately had to drop it due to injury, and in Vince's mind, now he has to reprove himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same I, thing that happened with Finn Balor. He won the title on the main roster, but then immediately had to drop it due to injury, and then uh, Vince had him never give it to him again. Languish in mid card for five years after that, you know. I uh, I do think that Karrion Cross's character carries better for Vince because of his build and everything. Mm -hmm. So when it does happen, but hell, Vince managed to fuck up Keith Lee. So yeah. that being said, also in Karrion Cross's favor, I do really think if Vince says you need to add another twenty pounds of muscle, Karrion Cross will put on twenty pounds of muscle, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas like Finn Balor, his frame, he he had as much muscle as his frame is gonna allow him to have. You know what, what I mean? Snappy bones when he walks. Yeah, he's he's phenomenally fit. He makes me feel so out of shape every time I see him. And really? He's the one that he makes me feel out of shape? He's the one that makes me feel it more than others, yes. <laughs> he makes Adam Cole Bebe look in the mirror and go, God, I'm such a fat ass. <laughs> I mean, there are others that make me, but but Finn Balor, like, every time just makes me go, God, I'm such a tub of... <sighs> I've got one app and he's got like 20 of them. Finn Balor and goes, oh, 
Where's the rest of those apps? I got an eight pack and I can't fucking catch up to that. Yeah. I have a ab and he's got like 20. Okay. <laughs> it's like one big ab. Well, he's practicing abstinence. Maybe he got an ab roller. <laughs> maybe I'm ab out to get out of this conversation. Yeah, maybe it's ab out time for us to all go to bed because I think we have gone ab outly insane. Absolutely. No, I just on wanted, that note, <laughs> I, I just wanted to hear hear you guys pretend you were Vince for a minute, and you guys still I think did better than Vince would. <laughs> uh, no, I think honestly, I feel yeah, I feel like Vince would definitely go that route though. And I feel I don't know. I feel like he would like Dexter Loomis though. I feel like that's his thing. He would definitely get him to put some more pounds on though. Yeah. But he all of NXT is too thin for Vince. Mm-hmm. Minus Keith Lee, but he's too fat. Yeah, Keith Lee's too fat, which is weird. Stupid. The guy can do a Spanish fly. Yeah, we're just gonna languish him in the mid guard. Okay. Oh, but here, here's another really big, tall guy that that can do a Spanish fly, but he's in really good shape. His uh, his name's Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah, put him put in a mask. Mask. <laughs> Put a mask on him. Have him be submissive to this four foot tall guy oh man seeing him on the war games match like two years ago what are they doing man this is makes no sense what a waste of talent vince McMahon, please retire yeah it's the only thing i'm just crossing my fingers uh i'm 90 percent certain we we are witnessing the end of retribution as we speak um and that they're setting it up for in in my mind, they're setting it up for Retribution to turn on Ali because they're tired of him yelling at them. Mm. But I just I can't help but feel like that's that's within. If it doesn't happen at Fastlane, it happens at WrestleMania. But then that means we don't get a Dominic Dijakovic match, a good one at WrestleMania. You won't have that for another two years. We we weren't gonna have that one way or another. No, not at WrestleMania. SummerSlam. Break him up now. I'm going to find out who the celebrity match is going to be at WrestleMania. Ugh. What do you Bad Bunny Who's... and uh, what's-his-face versus uh, oh, Miz and Moore? Yeah, it will be. You're right. Yeah, that's because... why Bad Bunny just gave up the 24-7 championship because, you know. I mean, what a... For the Broken Skull championship. Well, what, a great way to, what a great way to build legitimacy for a championship. You know, have a guy just choose to give it up for a novelty belt that you could buy off the... What are you talking about? We had somebody give a championship that needs legitimacy built to it to Lana in this call tonight, so... <laughs> God. Well, and we don't care about legitimacy either. Art, okay? He respects our truth and our truth is a good guy. That's why I gave it to him. And I respect his motives. All I can say is our truth nope. helps way more titles. Title reigns. Way more title reigns than Rear Flair. I'm, I'm curious to see how Bow Wow gets involved into this. If Bow Wow's going to make it for Mania. I, I would just like to point out that R-Truth was the first black NWA world title holder and now he was begging for the 24-7 championship back from a rapper. Not rapper. Pop singer. It's not really pop. More Latin pop. Full bananas. But fair enough. Yeah, it just it's really sad. Jared really can't use their guys when they have left the company and come back. Vince apparently just will still treat them like trash. 
no matter how long you've been there coming back from said company. It's very unfortunate. Anyways, on that note, we're going to wrap things up for the fantasy booking interview. Yes. And I don't know, maybe after another week of daylight savings time, we'll be back to our normal selves. I don't think so. <laughs> like normal is in our listeners are normal or normal is in us normal. No, normal to us. Because our listeners are probably normal people, but we're not. Yeah, psychotic. For anything but we're abnormal. Uh. Uh, way to bring back the abs, bro. Good callback. <laughs> in, in comedy, they call that a callback. Yeah, there we go. But on that note, uh, make sure to follow us on our social media. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU on pretty much any of the social media platforms. You can follow DA Fabe at Ab DA Vincent K Fabe. Oh wait, no, it's at. It wasn't and, as good a callback as his was. Uh, and you can follow JLB at JLB420 is my personal one. If you ever want to chit chat, but Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. I do have a best and worst WrestleMania matches going on. Uh, I've been uh, a little lazy with the editing, so it shall be on tomorrow. Um, and uh, yeah, Dark Side of the Ring, I believe, is starting soon. So we'll be reviewing all of those. And uh, we'll maybe even I'll maybe even do some with Fabe for here as well. A little side take on Dark Side. We still got to get to the botchalongs too, but but uh, Real Talk Radio is anchor.fm slash RTR for all your streamables. And uh, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, make sure to like us on whatever podcast platform you use to listen to this. Make sure to be subscribed or or like or follow or whatever it's called on that one. And if they have the option to leave a review, you can leave a five-star review, just like the number of stars you will give your vacation if you ever go to beautiful Turks and Caicos. Ah, uh, Turks and Caicos. Beautiful Turks. Um, you can also, in the doobly-doos for this uh, podcast, find links to um, all of the places you can listen to us, all of our social medias. Um, we've got our, our link tree there that also has links to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash raw and order WBU, where you can uh, become a patron uh, for just three bucks a month. Help us out in uh, all of our quests to continue to bring you the most entertaining wrestling podcast question mark absolutely we're we're fantastic background music background <laughs> noise uh, you also will find a link work. to our shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order wbu merch store where you can get our newly launched wrestling cop shirt hey that's such a cool shirt you did a great job bud yeah work hard, hard that was a concept that was developed over pretty much the entire time since we've had a merch store so you gotta go look at that at the very least folks but yeah and i'm working on some more concepts here's hoping we get some up soon but um other than that like i say like share subscribe uh we will close the book on the fantasy booking institute we will see you soon thanks for listening at fab <laughs>